are listening to Christ's Reward Podcast. You are about to hear the gospel being shared in a live interaction. We hope you are encouraged by the testimonies and training from this week. Hey guys, this is Wade Aaron with Christ's Reward Podcast. Excited to be back on the show this week with Hannah as she's going to interview me and ask some questions about an interaction that I had with that same family. But this time, instead of just talking about healing, we're going to talk about uh, a way to use your testimony. Hannah, glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me on the show. Today, we're going to talk about the 15-second testimony. So go ahead and tell us about what's happening here. Yeah, so this week, we do talk about the 15-second testimony and how to use that. And simply put, is we all there was a time when we didn't know the Lord, a time to that we encountered Christ to surrendering to that. And that's that born-again experience. And so a lot of people say, 15 seconds, how in the world is that possible? Well, you'll see it here. I, I don't think I hit exactly 15 seconds on the head. It's probably more like 20 to 30 seconds. Uh, but let's see what happens as we interact with this family. Yeah. <laughs> that felt good. No pain. No. Praise God. So my story in about 15 to 20 seconds is there was a time in my life where uh, I knew about God. But when I was 17 years old, I actually made a comment to God. I said, I don't, I don't know you. <laughs> and uh, I said, either I'm going to live for you or I'm going to live like hell the rest of my life. Yeah. And about a week later, I, the only way I know to describe is I encountered the love of Jesus. And in that moment, it was through a song. Uh, she said that he never lets go through the calm and through the storm. And I told Jesus, I said, that you love me so much. I said, I'll live for you. There's a verse that says, you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And I said in that moment, I said, Jesus, you be the Lord of my life. And all I know is I've never been the same since. You ever heard a story like that? So last week we heard from you and you shared uh, with this woman, you prayed for her, she got healed. And then after that, you are sharing your 15 second testimony. So can you tell our listeners what is the purpose of a 15 second testimony? Yeah, so the purpose of a 15 second testimony is to transition further into the gospel. Uh, And so it's not just the gospel. Sometimes uh, it may lead into further conversation, but... The, the desire is that it's, it's processing with them where they are with Christ and they hear of a transformed life. Uh, and so my desire is to get them further into conversation. It hopefully is buying more time because if I just start talking and sharing the gospel over and over and over again, and it's five minutes later, they're maybe going to stare at me and, with a blank face and be like, what? you didn't say you were going to do all that, which I totally understand there's urgency with the gospel. There's urgency to share. But the desire is just to kind of give them a taste, and it allows you to discern where to go from there depending upon their response. That's helpful to know. So when you are um, dialoguing with this woman, is there, um, is there like a, a point where you're like, I think I can elaborate a little bit more, or I want to share uh, more of my story and more in detail? So are there times where you're like, gauging the conversation and you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to share a 15 second testimony here. Or if you're speaking with another person and you feel like you have a longer amount of time, like what, what is the ideal scenario for you and, and how do you gauge that? Yeah. So, you know, scripture talks about discerning, uh, the gift of discernment. And so you're trying to discern what the Holy Spirit's leading you to do. Uh, and so in that moment, uh, like I mentioned last week is John 10, it talks about my sheep hear his voice. And so I'm just trying to discern what the Holy Spirit's leading me to do. Uh, but also I'm very practical. I'm trying to discern their body language. 
you know, if they're pulling away, if they're, they look like they're in a hurry. Uh, and so after I share the 15 second testimony, I'm asking them, Hey, have you ever heard a story like that or something similar? And so you even heard that at the end, I asked that question. Uh, and so depending upon that response and what they say will depend upon how much I'm going to say from there. Uh, and so, uh, just trying to discern, but, but, uh, you know, you don't want to force this upon people. You don't want to force the gospel. You don't want to, you know, jokingly grab them by the hand and grab them by the shoulders and be like, you're not going anywhere until I share, you know, uh, because I, I genuinely believe that people are excited about the gospel. They're excited to share, but sometimes we can be over, we can, we can push it upon people. And so I think it's really the challenge, something that we train at Time to Revive is love people, listen to them, discern, and then respond. And so that's love, listen, discern, and respond. And so that's the real challenge. And so you share the 15 seconds, and then you're trying to discern, Holy Spirit, how do I navigate uh, this time to go further into the gospel? And depending upon what they say, because if, they, if they're staring at me and they're, they're just, you can sense the Holy Spirit, it's moving, and they share, oh yeah, I remember giving my life to Jesus you know, when I was seven years old, you know, now you're, you're going to have to discern how to transition into the gospel, uh, you know, just to encourage them as a believer. Uh, but every response is different. And so you have to always be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I think it's such a good idea. You, you mentioned like, have you ever heard a story like that? Or have you ever experienced something like that? And I think it's so good to put the ball back in their court because it makes them think about um, your story, but applied to their life, like a, a similar story. And, um, I think that's so smart. And I actually had another question, um, going back to your, your story, you mentioned, um, experiencing the love of God. What was that like? And do you ever share that with people? Yeah. So, um, you know, I want people to, to realize what I experienced 14 years ago was this unconditional love. It was something that more than somebody just had told me, uh, a lot of times for me, uh, up to that moment, there was things I had done, sins I had done that I really, if I, if every person, people knew what I had, some of the things I had done, I think a lot of times people would maybe view me a certain way. But what I had come to realize is God had known everything I've done and his love and his perspective didn't change of me. He still was pursuing me, still cared for me. And that shame, the guilt that I was carrying in my life, he, he actually bore that on the cross. And it was more than just something I had heard or you know, I had finally experienced it 14 years ago, and it's still real to me to this to this very moment. And so I sometimes process that with people depending upon the person, uh, but I'm trying to articulate with them that love, that the love of Christ. It says in Romans 2, where the kindness of God leads people to repentance. And that's really what I'm trying to get people to understand. It's so true. Well, hey, let's see what happens in this, this uh, next little bit segment of what her response is, and we'll go from there. Yeah, a lot of stories, actually. Yeah. A lot of people. You have a story like that? No. It doesn't have to be exactly like that. I don't have no story yet. <laughs> no? Not yet. She's, she's, she got baptized, right? Yeah. Yeah, I read my Bible. I try to read it every night. Well, hey, so that may have seemed a little abrupt there at the end uh, with that mom and with her son. And obviously there was the other lady there that we didn't really uh, talk to, but it's partially because uh, their car had shown up and they had to leave and they had an Uber and uh, but, you know, obviously her, her response was she didn't have a story like that. Uh, and then obviously her, uh, brought up the fact of her son being baptized and, uh, you know, processing that with them. And he talked about how he, he prays every night and reads his Bible. And, you know, I probably would have done it a little differently. I had a little more time. Uh, but, you know, at least uh, we planted a seed 
uh, and uh, the gospel went forth. So if you did have a little bit more time with them, how would you have shared the gospel? Yeah, I definitely had more time. Uh, She said that she didn't have a story like that. I probably would have processed with her, you know, uh, do you know of anyone that has a story where Jesus changed their life, where Jesus transformed a, a heart and someone wasn't the same, where they were living a certain way and then they, they're no longer the same, and it, it's more than just good works or them going to get help, but Jesus actually transformed them and became a new creation. And then I would process the gospel with her, uh, you know, and also with her son, because I think there's a lot of people uh, that believe that they are saved because they read their Bible or because they go to church or or because they got baptized, and none of those things save us. It says clearly that we're saved by grace through faith, and it's constantly, it's in the Ephesians, it's in the book of Acts, it's all throughout Scripture uh, that talks about that this grace that we receive, that no man can earn it. And so I think some people, uh, whether they they realize it or not, they're trying to earn their salvation. And so I definitely would process that with her and walk through the fact that we can't earn a relationship with with God and uh, that He wants to be her Lord and master. And obviously I didn't have time to do that because of the the time situation. So I know um, taking the recorder out with you is kind of a new thing, but in in the past you've brought um, like, or you have different methods of approaching someone, especially if it's a short time, you only have a couple minutes with them. Can you share with the listeners like a few of the approaches that you've taken with people and sharing the gospel in just a very short amount of time? Yeah, so, you know, typically in a short amount of time, uh, the 15-second testimony, I would say, because you're at least planting, uh, you know, a seed of the gospel. Uh, In one of these weeks, you may hear of an interaction of someone using the Tan Revive band in the Bible, which is just the five colors. Uh, It walks through the fact that we all sin, sin leads to death. It's the love of Christ. It's faith uh, alone, and then you're making Him the Lord of your life, so you have true life. And so it's a simple way. I think it's one of the greatest ways to share the gospel. Uh, and you can even do that in a long amount of time. You can do it in a short amount of time. Uh, and so I think those are two great methods. And then also just using your testimony and weaving uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ through that and processing that with people. And, um, you know, I, I think that for me it's really you want them to understand what Jesus has done because the, the centerpiece of the gospel is Jesus. And, uh, you know, you want them to understand that He is the one that transforms and makes people new. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for walking us through this encounter. And um, can you tell the listeners what's um, what's in the works for the next podcast? Yeah, so the next podcast is going to be not just me out in the neighborhood praying for people. I'm actually going to have a friend of mine, Daniel Hoyos, that is in the marketplace. And he um, is in the marketplace, obviously. But I'm going to process with him what that looks like for him to uh, have evangelism in, in the marketplace and what he does. Uh, because it's maybe a little different than in the streets uh, or when you're at the grocery store or when you're at, uh, you know, hanging out with your family at a park. And then I also will have a couple other episodes with him where we do talk about some uh, people that he interacts with in the streets outside of his job. And so uh, that'll be a lot of fun to have him on the show. So uh, that's something to look forward to. And hopefully this week, the 15 second testimony was encouraging. Hopefully you use that. I encourage you to take that into Uh, your daily life, just walk with people, pray for them, ask how you can pray for them. And then after you pray, you know, just uh, walk through the, there was a time in my life. We all remember there was a time in our life where we didn't know God, but Jesus, what did Jesus show you? He showed you something. He showed you love. He showed you kindness. He showed you peace. And then what was your response to that? You made him Lord. You made him master. 
And what have you had ever since then? You've had peace. You've had joy. You've never been the same, whatever your phrase you want to be. But you can use this anywhere. But once again, it's just a transition into the gospel. And so hopefully you use that this next week. And uh, hopefully you'll tune in in the coming weeks of the next podcast. Uh, Bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Christ Reward podcast. Stay tuned for more live interaction and training in the next episode. May you be encouraged to walk in greater faith this week.